Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell after it to subscribe to Going In Raw and make sure you're always aware when there's new Going In Raw content, Larson. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, where we have uh, three patron-only live streams every single week. If you enjoy this show that you're seeing today live, you can watch that live. We have pre-show. We have the post-show. On Tuesdays, we have chat. No, Wednesdays, we have chat trivia. Yes. Where people can win stuff, including autographed cards. They're usually autographed by us. Yeah. But they're cards of other wrestlers. Yes. Um, we're also available at ProWrestlingTees.com Pro, Pro forward slash going in raw. You're wearing, finally, I'm very happy about this. Well, I guess I lost predictions yesterday, so. You're wearing your, how is that? This is not a lost shirt right here. This is a Bullet Club Hunter shirt, man. Bullet Club's the hottest thing going right now, Larson. Uh, yeah. So, it's a good thing that you're wearing. That's a high-quality shirt. Oh, it is a high-quality shirt. It's very comfortable, yes. I'm glad that you pointed out that I won predictions because <laughs> I totally did win predictions about TLC, WWE TLC. That's what we're here to talk about. Yes. Yeah. So, very exciting stuff. Um, in a nutshell, let's just get into this. I, fun show. I thoroughly enjoyed the show. There were at least three major, major mark-out moments. And then there are a bunch of other sub-markout moments as well. Uh, and, and perhaps just as importantly, or maybe more importantly, uh, the consistency of the card. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, there really wasn't a bad match mm-hmm. on the card. The weakest was probably the cruiserweight match. Yeah. But everything else was very enjoyable, well done. You can definitely tell uh, the wrestlers were really putting in their all. Yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. Um, I think everybody knew that it was a special. I mean, who thought meningitis would come through like that? Like, I think... Every- Everybody, every it's it's not just that they or like, the mumps. We don't we get to receive confirmation exactly <laughs> yeah, what was exactly. the ailment afflicting <laughs> the wrestlers held off the card. But we're, we're waiting for our inside sources to let us know what the exact illness was. Yep. Um, but anyways, everybody, it's not just that everybody pulled together. It's that 
And, and this, honestly, you, you see this happen, and it's a shame. I think uh, our friend uh, Brian Zane from Wrestling With Regret, mm-hmm. he issued like this uh, little statement of his own. He, I don't think he recorded like a new predictions like we did. He was just like, screw it, I'm just going to type this out. Yeah, yeah. And he basically said, you know, <coughs> this is really cool, this stuff is going on, but like, I wish that it wouldn't take injury or illness to give creative a kick in the pants. Exactly. And I agree with that sentiment. Wow, Jason Hicks, thank you very much. $20. Oh, that's very Good nice of you, Jason. Thank you. Um, and so it, he's right. It shouldn't take injury or meningitis or the mumps to, to cause this kind of – I mean, we had – Creativity. We had zero buildup for Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. And I know there are people out there, you know, on our Twitter feed or, or in our chat when we were doing the live stream saying, you know, uh, they're wasting this. They're wasting this with no buildup. It was part of, we didn't, The buildup is in their history. Yeah. They need buildup. And a lot of uh, feuds in, in New Japan, the storyline is pretty much this. I challenge you to a match. We right. have a match. They have, they have like a formal challenging yeah. system. You yeah. know, you just come out and say, match. And, and then, then they have match. And the story of their feud is the story told in the ring. Right, exactly. For the most part, you know, there's, there's, there's an exception to that. Like uh, this Naito uh, Okada uh match coming up at Wrestle Kingdom is more or less three years in the making. Right, yeah. There's a lot of story behind it. Yeah. But uh, if you watch the product, know all the beats in the story, then you can appreciate where it's going. And But they're not really concentrating yeah. on all those beats necessarily. And there was never any time when people would, like, you know, talk about evil forces and having maybe with evil himself, but he's like a special situation. Yeah. But there's never like, hey, <laughs> and then my sister is now in me, and I got a, a little cloth over my veil. head. I got a veil over veil. my head, and then Pumpkin Balor shows up, and it's his cheese ball. Like, you don't need that stuff. I mean, that stuff is so inherently WWE that it's yeah. sort of like, I might actually miss it if it wasn't around anymore. Well, it's a different, it's a different type of wrestling than some of the other promotions, so right. there's, a t- there's a place for it. There's a place for it. It's just, it's by and large, unnecessary, as we saw last night. You know, you just fly in AJ Styles. These guys were both, for, you know, these are the first two leaders of Bullet Club. Yep, that's your story. And, and they were not shying away from it. The only thing no. they did not say were the words Bullet Club. Oh, I know. Commentary, Together. Commentary was all over it. I know. It was great. I think the, Corey Graves the infamous said club or the notorious. notorious club. Finn Balor starting <laughs> his notorious club. Yeah. Um, Robbie, 1896, five pounds. He asks, are you friends again? Have you smoothed things out after the fight last night? This is my peace offering. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. You're such a. I hate when you do that. What? Because it's as if you're. Tri- there's no amends to be made. God, we've been doing this for how long? Like, like we've known each other for 20 years. I'm allowed to get annoyed with you, and then everything is totally fine within five seconds. That's the allowance we have. Okay. You're allowed to get annoyed with me, and I don't have to do anything in return. I usually do. I think. There's no, there's no amends to be made. This is just a relationship that's been 20-plus years of you know, annoying each other. Mm-hmm. Everything's A-OK. Wait, whose I, birthday is it? The funny thing is I was, I was legitimately annoyed with you for maybe about for the five seconds of you throwing the, the, the headphones See, here's the thing, to the though. side here's, in disrespect. No, here's the oh, thing. no, you let me finish. Okay. I'm not going to have you interrupt this. And then after that, I was like... When you when you were saying, "Are you really mad at me?" I was like, "No, but this is a great work because I love the comments when we fight on air." Yeah, people like to see us fight. Here's the thing: <laughs> they get worried. Sometimes. So you, you got the earbuds, and and I'm very set in my ways, 
Uh, and I was like, no, it's cool. And I didn't mean for it to be this huge dramatic thing where I chucked them at the, the ottoman. totally did. I just meant to toss them over there so they were out of the way. Yeah. But instead, it's like I threw them against the wall, basically, yeah. and that wasn't my intention. <laughs> so it came off more dramatic than it really intended to be. I honestly didn't care. I In the, <laughs> the end, especially when I decided to rage quit the stream, that was all work. Yeah. Everything's fine. There's way more important things in life. Anyways, um, let's talk about the uh, beginning of the show. It kicked yeah. off. The, so Drew Gulak got booked. He got bumped. That's a bummer, but apparently he, he, uh, he, uh, he dropped a promo on the pre-show panel mm-hmm. expressing his frustration with getting bumped. So at least he got some. He time. got that, yeah. Uh, we got Sasha Banks in the, pre- in the kickoff match. Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox. Um, I thought, hey, maybe we'll get, you know, because they've, they've been giving a bit more of a spotlight to Alicia Fox yeah. lately. Um, and so I figured maybe... Especially if she's in line for a program against Oscar. Yeah, a little mini a push. mini thing. A Make her look push. strong. Yeah. yeah. I did. There was sort of in the back of my head. I was like, you know, it's not totally a lock for me, though, because it's Sasha Banks she's going up to. Are you serious? Um, and, of, and, you know, of course, I was wrong about that. Sasha Banks did, in fact, make Alicia Fox tap out to the bank statement. Decent match, though. Alicia yeah, well, Fox, she can, she's been doing this forever. She can I go. Know, she can go if they let her go. Yeah. Um, so that was okay. Sasha seems... I think this is before cameras roll, and I, I hate to, 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 to use your words, given that cameras weren't on, but you did say that Sasha came out with lose face. Yeah, well, yeah, it seemed like when she came out, she had lose face, yes, but also it could just be, why am I on, why am I on pre-show face? Yeah, I mean, now that we all know, you know, there's no royalties involved with pre-show. Well, not for DVD sales. It's for no. DVD sales, and apparently, hey, that's a check. A check is a check. It could be also for, you know, since I know the pre-show is on the network, but also it's on... Oh, pay-per-view itself, yeah. But, yeah, but it's not on the pay-per-view itself, right? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, they probably use it to sell the... If they're, if they're still doing it this way, oh, the kickoff show is yeah, used yeah, to yeah, sell yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah, so yeah true, sell true, it. true. Um... So, anyways, like I said, this is a decent enough match. I mean, this isn't going to go anywhere. If this was originally supposed to be Nia Jax, number one, that would be really surprising if this was would have been the kickoff show if it was Nia Jax. Something tells me this would have been flipped with the Cruiserweight tag match. Yeah, probably. Um, and, in fact, I kind of think it should have been anyways. But... Um, oh, that, that uh, Cruiserweight tag match was really good. No, it was fun. It's just kind of inconsequential. Like, you know, you, you do the tag matches in the build-up, not in the blow-off. You know? Well, I think this is the build-up. Well, I mean, it's still possible there's more to this feud. That feud, sorry, the in the Cruiserweight division. So this could be one piece in a feud that culminates. Well, I mean, if you look at it this way, I don't know if it's necessarily be the case, but if there is the five-on-five Cruiserweight Survivor Series match, you know, this could be a part. And granted, it's not actively a part of the larger story per se right now, but it could lead mm-hmm. that way. You never know. I think my main point is this. Rich, one of my, I, I really enjoyed the Rich Swan TJP feud, yeah. where it was like friends and they're not friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blow-off to that, I think, is the main card-worthy match. Agreed. This tag match, I just felt it was kind of kick-off. Storyline-wise. I was, yeah, exactly, storyline-wise. I was happy that the Cruiserweights got on the main show. I'm very happy for that. You know, Sasha can be on the main show every single time. Um, they, you know, obviously aren't seen that way. Uh, let's see here. Then we had a Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins interview where they... Seth Rollins was trying not to laugh a couple of times during the numerous interviews. Dean was trying had. to be, he was being very intense, and Seth was sort of, Seth, I, Seth cannot contain his fanboyishness. The yeah, his I, glee. I feel like Seth has a really good sense of perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look, I would never criticize anybody for wanting a better lot in life, for wanting greener pastures. If you're going to complain about, 
your creative lot in the WWE. Seth has nothing I feel to complain about. They treat him like an absolute king, like yeah. royalty. Yeah. Um, and maybe that feeds into it, but I feel like he has a really, really good time with his job. And that's always fun to see. Yeah. You hate to see somebody who's disgruntled. Yeah. Although I, kind of, I thought it was kind of funny that Neville was doing some of his best work, and evidently it was just it was just how he He was channeling his actual emotions, <laughs> yes. Exactly. So when he was sitting ringside at NXT, he had no expression on his face. That that was, was, yeah, that was just There was no acting. Yeah, there was, was no was character work. That was just Neville. Mm-hmm. Genuine Neville. Kicking off the main card, Emma against yeah. the debuting Oscar. Oh, man, my heart. I was so... Like, it was... This was one of the biggest moments of NXT call-ups yeah. I can even think of. It's I, a I mean, pretty plum spot, too, to kick off the show. And that's You know, usually that match for a pay-per-view is the match to get the crowd excited, right, yeah. ready yeah. for a three-hour wrestling show. Yeah. Um, and Asuka got a good pop when she came out. Mm-hmm. The buzz was palpable. It translated through your television set. Yeah. Um, it was special. It felt special. Uh, I didn't mind that the match lasted uh, longer than five minutes per se. All right, let's talk about that. I, I thought about this when I got home last night. This is kind of how I wish they had done it instead of how they did do it. Okay. I like... Emma uh, putting forth some offense, um, getting up to getting opportunities to look strong. Mm-hmm. I felt like they kind of booked it like this: uh, book Oscar like she's a Terminator. You okay. can get your licks in, mm-hmm. you can get some offense in, you can knock Oscar down, but she's going to get right back up and she's going to come charging right towards you. Mm-hmm. And I guess you know, looking in hindsight, there was moments that kind of like that where where Emma would would you know get some offense in, Oscar would look at her saying, "All right, this is cool, let's, let's do more," mm-hmm. but. Add a little more menace to it. Yeah. That's just my take. Because then, because there's one thing in NXT, and granted, we got to see Asuka's character development in NXT, so there was a connection. Uh, the sense of dominance mm-hmm. that she had over the entire division, and granted, I know it's one match. Mm-hmm. But you just don't get that, you didn't get that same sense I felt from this one oh, match. Oh, see, that's what I liked about it, though. Well, I, no, you mentioned that while it happens. Like, okay, she's in the main roster now. It's a step up. The competition's going to be better. I understand that. That's what I liked about it. That's what when people criticize the match for being going as long as it did. Um, I, I didn't anticipate them taking this approach, but it was obvious that, or it, it, to me it was obvious that the story here was, this isn't, it, and in a way it's funny because a lot of people said, did her undefeated streak make the NXT women's roster look weak? No, but this first match might have. Because now you're on a whole different level. You're up on the main roster. I know that she's had a match with Emma before, but there has to be some drama to her run on the main roster. And so it can't be just her completely dominating everybody. There's no drama in that. There has to be some amount of... Well, if I think we take the Terminator approach, then there is drama there. Because Why are you using Terminator, not Predator? Well, she reminds the, me of Predator much more. The, well, this thing that, you know, oh, 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 at least oh, the first oh. two Terminator movies are structured the same way where uh, you have some scenes to develop character and then Terminator shows up. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a fight. Uh, eventually, uh, Linda, ha- Linda Hamilton gets away because she did just enough to Terminator yeah. to escape it. Yeah. But at the end, Terminator always comes back. This is why I like the Predator reference because, shit, I totally just lost it. Oh, because this, because there's... The Terminator is what you call a machine. That is, he's a machine. Predator is uh, uh, more of is an alien, yeah, an alien with like you know uh, complex feelings and emotions, right? For him, yeah. it's a hunt. For Terminator, it's just programming. 
for the predator, there's a purpose there. There's a game there. There's varying, conflicting emotions there. And that's what I like about this approach with Asuka is that it's not simply dominance. It's not simply, oh, I've come from dominating this. Now I'm going to dominate this. It's, oh, there's a whole new landscape here. I'm in different territory. I need to be, I need to be cautious. I would be, I would feel uh, probably more in line or have, or be more in line with your feelings if uh, this match wasn't against someone she already beat in NXT. Yeah, I mean that plays into it, but you know we, you know we've seen as with Bobby Roode, this is a whole, this is maybe even a different universe. Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> Sometimes it's kind of alternate, especially in the case of Bobby Roode, it's alternate. And I kind of, I, I at least uh, am optimistic that uh, whoever is handling Oscar's creative on Raw has at least watched uh, her stuff in NXT. At least whoever edited the video package packages leading mm-hmm. to her debut watched her stuff in NXT. So maybe nothing else. That person could communicate some notes. To whoever's handling Oscar's creative in the in the event that that person has not watched Oscar's work in NXT. Yeah, um, I liked it though. I thought it was good. It went uh, about ten minutes. I yeah, think. almost ten minutes. Um, I, I thought it was good. I think you can't be you know. And, and here here's the thing: for people worried about Oscar and how they're going to handle her, what is the one thing that WWE loves? They love streaks. Wouldn't surprise me at all <laughs> if. The, and, and win streaks especially are very, very important. Yeah. I don't know what the next stepping stone is for her. And I mean, they've compared, they compared her streak initially to Goldberg. Yeah. Um, we need something like Bruno's eight-year yeah. undefeated streak. That's what know? I'm thinking, man. I mean, it's been two years for Oscar, Roughly. About two years. <coughs> Another six is not really that much. I mean, that's a long time to hold that title. Yeah, man. Unless they really take their time putting that belt on her, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't think they could do that. No, um, I don't know. I'm I'm fascinated to see where they go with Oscar. Um, I'm not going to say necessarily that I have faith, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I think that they understand that this is a different situation. Yes, than a Bobby Roode. I would hope so. <laughs> and that smile is glorious. I also feel like Raw, by and large, has uh, done this year at least done a better job with their NXT call-ups. Before the Revival kept getting hurt, I mean, they debuted at the Raw after Mania. Hey, man. The New Day. Hey, Raw has been, they, they've been on a decent streak lately in a couple different respects. Yeah. One of the respects is, I mean, they've been kind of up and down with their women's division, but their main event scene has been, been solid across the board. Yeah. Bang, man. It's been fantastic. So, um, all right. After that, we had a promo from The Miz talking to Feebar. Feebar. Um, then in comes Braun Strowman. Another guy who I think is having all the fun in the world is yes. Cesaro. Yes. Oh, but Braun. Braun, but too, Cesaro, yeah. when he gives his promos these days with the mouthpiece in there, yeah. I think it's late. He seems like he's having a good time with Seamus. And then uh, Kane comes in. Uh, I believe there was some uh, seeds there of the, the tension between Braun and Kane during this segment. Yeah. That would uh, come to a head during the main event. And it was great because you're right. There was some foreshadowing there. Miz basically... You know, if he had to understand, and that was, you know, every great villain has to have their fatal flaw, and his is the inability to keep his monsters in check. Yeah. And that's what he couldn't do in the end, and like you said, the seeds were sown in this promo. Yes. thought it was cool. Um, after that, we had Elias uh, uh, on the, the first ramp. of three. Yes, on Elias the ramp segments. to uh, sing a song to Minneapolis, <laughs> and as he was strumming, uh, the, the chords of this song. Um, oh, he referenced Prince. Yeah. Um, uh, someone starts pelting him with produce. First lettuce, then celery. Yeah. 
and then the camera widens out and it's Jason Jordan. Well, at first we thought it was a fan. At first we I, like that's what no, I, I thought. I didn't think it was a fan. Really, you didn't? Think? I well, thought somebody stuck a let piece people of bring in produce to the arena. It was a deep, like Golden One Center. You can just there's plenty of places where you can get produce. Not yeah. in the arena. You can get a salad? Tell me yeah. you can get salad? You can't get a head of lettuce. That's what was thrown It wasn't in. a whole head of lettuce. Yes, it was. It was a big chunk of lettuce. It was pretty much a head of romaine. I, the, the, the reaction, the crowd reaction, I thought, hey, like, maybe it's just me. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I just thought some dude's front row chucked some lettuce. Because his reaction was so legit. He was like, it's called not cool, man. No, I'm, okay, that's fine. I'm glad that, you're, that you were completely in on it from the beginning. That's good. I was like, where is this coming from? Why would Jason Jordan just be sitting there well, with he, a, a thing of lettuce? He wasn't sitting there. He had a shopping cart full of produce. Why? Because it's... Explain the, the kayfabe in that one. It's, it's the, 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 the gimmick where there's a performer. The performer sucks yeah. in your estimations, so you throw produce at it. He doesn't have like a bag of produce. He has like an entire shopping, shopping cart, cart yeah. of it. Why would he have had that? It's just referencing that thing where you throw tomatoes at a performer that's not good. Why would he have had a, a, an entire grocery because cart? Because it's funny. He it's could, a have, funny he could have a sack of tomatoes. Not as funny as a shopping <laughs> well, cart. I'll go that. It was pretty funny. It was funny. So the camera cuts, goes wider. Jason Jordan has a shopping cart full of produce. He's, his new gimmick is Green Grocer. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so Elias, uh, having his song interrupted, mm-hmm. uh, is in a huff. Segment ends. Next. Cruiserweight tag match. Brian Kendrick, sorry, the Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher versus Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. Mm-hmm. Good match. Nice clash of styles between Alexander and Swan and Kendrick and Gallagher. And it played out in the story of the match where uh, the faces would get their offense in, some high-risk, high-flying stuff, and the heels would uh, try to slow it down, striking, ground-based attack. It's back and forth throughout the match. Uh, the finish... So, uh, Kendrick put, put Cedric Alexander Captain's Hook Rich Swan to the Phoenix Splash onto Kendrick while he still has Cedric yeah, that, was a good spot. Hook that was a good to spot to break it up Gallagher hits the ring Swan hits him with the spin kick Gallagher responds directly with the headbutt and then uh, Cedric uh, pins Kendrick after a awesome lumbar check I generally, I generally tune these matches out man I'll be honest with you I can't this I, isn't raw you can I do that in raw but this is a pay-per-view I can't help it there was not a lot different between this and something. No, there was a lot no, different. Wasn't most of the, the oh, there, most of the raw man. tag matches might get one decent spot, and then yeah. there's a lot of rest holds. This actually had a story going for it. Uh, I can't. I do. I can't. Uh, you, you chastise me all you want. I can't help but tune this out sometimes. <laughs> it's a two of five live tag match, man. I can't help. I want to be into it. You, you know I like it. these guys. Yes, then be into it. No, they need to give me something different. A tag match is, I'm, I'm, it's Pavlovian at this point. At this point, I just can't You need to recondition yourself then. That's easier said than done, isn't it? No, if there's four performers you really enjoy, you like their work, on a pay-per-view, this is Cedric yeah, Alexander's when, when pay-per-view all, debut. When they're all put together, I know, what's, how does the same song go? In the dark, I feel at home. With my dog, I feel it bone. Look at my green shorts, my friend Rich Juan. I can't get into it. All right. I, I mean, what do you want? I, I can't. I, you can't force me to get into it. Why don't you just blow up a beach ball and start having beach ball mania here then? That gives me a great idea. If that's, if that's that happens, what I'm going to do from now on. I'm leaving. Survivor Series. Survivor Series One man stream for Steve. I'm going to go home. Or no, I'm going to do a full Cesaro and rip it with my bare hands. And then you're going to sit back down? Yeah. 
Because if you leave from that point on, all the super chats are mine. I understand. I like money. I'll stay, but I'm going to rip that oh, beach okay. ball apart. <laughs> all right. Well, that's fair enough. I'll have a couple more in waiting. I'll give one. You know what I'll do? I'll give one to Alabama. Have her come in and play with it. You can't rip that up. A-hole. At a certain point, she'll just run out. In the dog, you see my bone. So after that, after Cedric picked up the win, uh, Alexa Bliss interview. Okay, yeah, this kind of bugged me. That line where she says, I like my butt, it's cute. That bugged the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. You know why? Okay, I'm going to say this for sure. I don't know this for absolutely certain. She might have written herself. When she delivered it, she came off as a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. If this is written by a dude, I, 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 I know. People are going to be a USJW, whatever they want to say. If this is written by a dude, yeah, it's awkward. A little awkward, man. Yeah. yeah. I like my butt. It's cute. Which is totally fine for somebody to say. My butt's ugly. I don't know. Nobody needs to see my yeah, butt. My, my butt's not handsome either. But, like, the, the, the original thing, Biscuit Butt, it's along the same lines as when uh, Seth Rollins called uh, Chris Jericho Sparkle, Sparkle Crotch. Sparkle Crotch. That shit, whoever writes that stuff, it's so cringy. Yeah. It is so cringeworthy. Yeah. And for her to have to continue to address it, it's just, I, I understand the point of it. I don't think the point of it is to be salacious. I don't. The point of it is to get the crowd chanting something silly at the heel. I yeah. totally understand yeah. that. It's so cringy, though. It is. I don't know. It's just, it's not, it's not a good look. Mm-mm. I don't know. I was just bummed out. Because Alexa Bush, she handles it. She, she does what she can with dialogue. Yeah. And so... She's usually really good with it. So whenever she comes off as vaguely uncomfortable, it's like, yeah, she didn't want to say that. Yeah. You can tell. Sort of like the whole, Bailey, this is your life. Statement. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, we got Mickey James versus Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Solid up match, match, too. This is a fantastic match, dude. Mickey James, she still has it, dude. She can still put on these really good matches. <laughs> and Alexa's getting better by the match, too. Yeah. Um, they gave this match some time, too. Yeah. Oh, here, I got the time. You have the time? Up. Yes. Uh, 11 minutes. Oh, wow. Look at that. 11 and a half minutes. It was, yeah. It was the third good. longest match of the night. There you go. Nice. Yeah, solid match. Yeah. Uh, the finish, uh, at one point, Alexa misses Twisted Bliss. That's her top rope move. Um, Mickey James hits a top rope drop kick. Alexa kicks, kicks out at two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at one point, uh, Alexa's kind of in the corner, kind of looking like she didn't want to wrestle anymore. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the rest kind of d- distracting or distracted. Uh, Alexa grabs Mickey, pulls her into the turnbuckle. Mickey hits her head in the second turnbuckle. Alexa follows it up right away. The DDT picks up the win. Yeah. And then Mickey James gave a really, seemed to be a heartfelt interview afterwards saying, It's all like a goodbye interview. Kind of, but then she also say, This is the last time you'll see me challenge for the title. This yeah, last, she was saying, uh, I'll yeah. be champion again at some point. I think this was, I think this was WWE's way of saying, um, so we're not going to put the title on you because you have a certain role. However, we want to give you a spotlight and a print and show our appreciation for you, yeah. so you can cut this really cool promo here. Yeah. So it was it was very heartfelt. Everything she's been doing, she seems super grateful to be doing what she's doing right mm-hmm. now. That's always good to see too. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, backstage, Kurt Angle uh, is in a, his t-shirt. I would assume his singlet underneath. Yeah. Uh, getting warmed up. In walk Ambrose and Rollins. Uh, they talk for a bit, and they say, we're not here to talk strategy. Right. And I believe it's Rollins raises. Of course it's Rollins. Of course it's Rollins. He's so happy to be there. shield swap vest. Yeah. And then Ambrose pretty much says, yeah, you're in. Mm-hmm. You're in all the way. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Kurt Angle's member of the shield now. 
<laughs> Confirmed. Who was who happier that day, Kurt Angle or Seth Rollins? Can there be a tie? I think it's probably all the happy, right? Yeah. They're, they're, because in the, in the pre-show yeah. interview, they uh, when they were interviewed, they talked about uh, the excitement yeah. for teaming up with Kurt Angle. Let me ask you something. And Ambrose was typical Ambrose, and then Seth Rollins could barely continue. Deep down. Plea. Deep down. What? If given the tough choice of choosing which universe you're going to enter into, does Seth Rollins enter into meningitis universe or non-meningitis universe? Does he is he happier to team with Roman or is he totally geeked to team with Kurt Angle, knowing full well, knowing full well that once Roman is 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 cured, he'll get he'll get his moment with the Shield again. I think he I think he'd prefer this moment, the Kurt Angle moment. Oh, I think definitely short term. I imagine, uh, especially when he got into WWE at that point, Kurt Angle is long gone. Yeah, he probably never thought that moment would ever happen. Right, exactly. But now that it's here, yeah. now that it has happened, yeah. I mean, because there's no reason, there's no reason for him ever to team with Kurt Angle again. No, you know what I mean. So it's like it was just a moment in time. I'm sure he would have chosen the red meningitis pill. No, yeah. sorry, Roman. Enjoy this from bed. Yeah, all those people. And let me ask you something. We talked about this during the live stream, but a lot of people didn't want to sit the rest sitting on a couch doing nothing. <clears throat> um. Oh no, we can talk about it when we get to the match. What? No, just tell me now. I was going to say the match itself. I was going to talk about the booking of the match. Oh, it was you, all over the place. Do you think... No, I know that. Do you think that it was Kurt Angle simply placeholder for Roman Reigns after having thought about it overnight? Uh, to be honest, I haven't thought about it overnight. You haven't thought about it? Okay. Well, we'll no. get to it when we talk about the match. Let's continue. Okay. Uh, so after that, uh, Elias, again on the ramp, wants to continue a song. Yeah. Once Why again, wouldn't he? Of course. Pelted by produce from Jason Jordan. The green grocer. <coughs> with his Excuse full me. cart. <laughs> Here's the thing about it too is that the, the, the sheer look of glee on Jason Jordan. Oh, he face. was happy. He knew that was a great idea. <laughs> I wonder whose idea was. I hope it was Jason Jordan's. <laughs> Me too. So that's that way to grab the brass ring there. Yeah. He's like, hey guys, I noticed in the back of the arena there's a cart. Can we have somebody go? The out only thing, like the only thing missing, the only thing, there's two things missing. One, a gong. <laughs> two, a hook. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. he could have. You know, also old timey, the hook yeah. to get the the lousy axe off or stage. the broom, yeah, broom or the gong, like gong yeah. show, the gong, yeah. <laughs> I know what the gong show is. Um, Either of those would have been great. How great was that movie? Was that, that was a great movie. Was it called Confessions of a Dangerous Mind? Dangerous Mind. Boy, that was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. That was an underrated movie right there. It was a uh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's great. He's great in everything. Though. I think it was George Clooney's directorial was. debut too. I know. Apparently, Charlie Kaufman was not happy with how that movie turned out. Are you serious? Yeah, so how I thought could he I read. Not happy with that. Wow, interesting. I thought I read that somewhere. I keep making stuff up. I don't know. Could be. Next for the cruiserweight title, Enzo versus Kalisto, the weakest match on the card because uh, Enzo is still learning how to wrestle. Um, Whoa. Well, he is. There's that one spot where he's trying to make up a submission move. Man, I was this close. I was <laughs> on the verge of saying, "Hey, look." Enzo's learning how to keep up with Kalisto's offense, and then he totally botched a move. It was yeah. the uh, although to be honest, that looks like a really difficult move to sell. The one where he does the oh, leg the, the short thing, the short hurricane rana. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 the hurricane on the ground, the Franken ground. No, oh, I know. Um, ground and Steiner. But that was like by by far, I think the worst sell of it I've seen because he was a good second. And oh, half. I've never oh. seen anybody sell it like that. That yeah. was terrible. Yeah, it was awful. But. The result was what we wanted, though. And a little, I'm 
improvement? Yeah, a little bit. Kinda, I mean, you can't be in there with those guys on a constant basis and not improve a little bit. You would hope so. So, especially if when he has the title, if he's doing house show matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so the finish saw Enzo uh, poke Kalisto in the eyes, um, hits his finisher, which I don't remember what he calls it, but it's each defeat. Picks up the win. Yeah, didn't he only like <coughs> name it, he like named it once, and then we haven't heard. No, they said it on 205. Yeah, they? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, Enzo dropped a promo or an interview where he just kind of uh, talked trash to the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are like bummed about that too. Like the crowd. It's one of those things where the crowd is so used to cheering for him, and in fact, they know. I think my my thing my thing about that is I think when his music hits, Enzo is a little bit of a shot in the arm of adrenaline. Yeah, you know, I mean, to whatever's going on, you know, something is going. He, he's a he's a pep. You know, he's yeah, he's, yeah. he's an. Well, I think people basically. are still going to be hyped for his stuff. He says when he comes out, you know, the my name is Enzo Mori, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. People still like to say that along with yeah. them, sort of like they did with New Age Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are still, it's like he's a face for those moments. As soon as he hits the ring to drop a promo, then it's it's kind of hit or miss. Uh, some people still cheer for him. he's still funny. Like he can, he's he still, still can he's be still funny. He's still a witty guy. He can still come up with some interesting lines. Yeah. Sometimes it's the references he makes are just too obscure. They oh, yeah. Connect, I mean, you know, know, he still has that problem where, like, you know, 40% of what he says can be easily chopped out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still has, like, I still chuckle from time to time with, with his comedic timing. Yeah. And with the stuff that he says, I mean, a lot of it just, you know, obviously goes over my head or I just don't care about. Yeah. But he's still a pretty funny guy. And I think he's just, Enzo is one of the most fully realized characters in the entire roster. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly yeah. who he is. You know exactly what he's getting. And he brings energy to whatever he's doing, whether it's good or bad. And people respond to energy regardless of if it's going to be in heel form or not. Uh-huh. And they're so used to cheering for him that you you know, you know instantly get this thing of, oh, cool, Enzo's going to come out. He, like you said, he's going to do his thing. And then he'll run people down. But the bottom line is if you'd rather, you know, look, I, I think Kalisto's great in the ring and everything. But, you know, what do we always say? We like characters, you know? And Enzo is a hell of a character. And so I would rather see, I'll be honest, I'd rather see Enzo as champion and see all these other great cruiserweights, you know, chasing him, like Cedric Alexander, yeah. chasing him, than Kalisto, who I just, he opens his mouth and I just want to, you know, yeah, not listen. I want to change the channel. I tune out. So we have a couple super chats we missed. Super chat. Let's get them. Let's get them done right now. Let's get them done. Well, there's actually quite a few. Sorry. Oh my goodness. There's quite a few. Uh, oh, Christian hey-o. Johnson. Uh, twenty dollars. Twenty dollars for twenty years of friendos. Thank you, Devin Martinez. Five dollars. He was at the show last night. Very disappointed he didn't get to see Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Wolf Windwalker Lalo. Twenty dollars. Love Dang. your stuff. Been listening for two years. You got me through rough times. But back to wrestling. Too sweet, Steve. And firm handshake to Larson. Thanks Hard times, much. baby. Dummy Ray, two dollars. You dang California liberals. Dang California liberal elites, man. We're all terrible. Elitist. Elitist. We're all awful. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Uh, like you said, Enzo uh, got the 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 cheating win by poking Kalisto in the eye. Yes. Is, that, is that cheating or is that dirty tactics? That's dirty tricks. Dirty tricks. Well, I guess. Wait. Not, that's that's a DQ, so that's cheating. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. The ref saw it. <laughs> cheating. <laughs> yeah. We've been a DQ, so that is cheating. Okay, there you go. Uh, Good clarification. Next, probably the most anticipated match on the card. Woo! Former Bullet Club leader, 
AJ Styles yeah, versus man. Bullet Club founder. Too sweet, Larson. Come on, you son of a... No. Ooh. Read my shirt, Bullet Club Hunter. I don't yeah. too sweet. There you go. Anyway, right the, um, the great thing about this match is that it was just the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. for what you could have got with these guys. Yep. Man, I wanted some more false finishes. I wanted a kick out. You mentioned last night a kick out of the Styles Clash. I wanted a kick out of the Coup de Grasse. I wanted all that stuff. They, they they didn't do it, but they managed to pull off one hell of a match. Yes. You know, didn't need a build up. The story was in a time long before the WWE. Yeah. Oh, man. And they I were not it. afraid to reference it at all. I love it. Um, uh, early on, you could tell there was, uh, I don't know if it's because AJ Styles had just traveled like basically an entire day to get to the show. Yeah. Or they didn't have time to work out the match before. Oh, yeah, a little off. There was a couple spots in the beginning of the match that were a little off, but for the second half of the match, it was crisp, good wrestling. Yeah. <coughs> good storytelling. Um, and it wasn't quite the uh, the uh, the full-on New Japan mm-hmm. uh, style match that we all know these two gentlemen could put on mm-hmm. wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Still a really good match, really enjoyable. And, you know, the end is what everybody really wanted to see. Yeah. Everybody really wanted to see AJ and Finn too sweet, and we got that moment. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, kind of wish the club could have been there as well. Yeah. But we'll take what we get. Um, some really cool spots in this match. Uh, Finn Balor hits 1916. I think mm-hmm. that's what the move's called, that kind of uh, reverse lifting DDT. I love uh, that. I love that move. I actually yeah. wish that would be his. It was for a while. For a while it was, yeah. Uh, after he sprained his ankle doing the coup de grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, AJ kicks at it too. Finn climbs the top rope to, for a coup de grace. Uh, AJ hits his crazy Pele kick while mm-hmm. Finn's standing on the top rope. It was pretty neat. Um, right after that, AJ hits the springboard Frankensteiner onto Finn. Gets it only gets a two count, though. AJ misses the springboard 450. And then Finn hits clothesline, drop kick, coup de grace, picks up the win. Yeah. Uh, Clean victory. Good win for Finn. Yeah. Heading into his... Uh, Rumored feud against Brock Lesnar yeah. for a Royal Rumble. And, of course, at the end, too sweet. too sweet. And AJ even clarified because some clown on yeah. Twitter was giving him guff, saying, I can't believe Vince McMahon flew AJ out an entire day just to throw a middle finger up at the Young Bucks. Now, uh, AJ responded by saying this had nothing to do with Vince. Yeah. This was two guys recognizing the respect they have and the history they have together because we're Bullet Club for life. However... That doesn't mean that WWE isn't using this. Oh, that's their Twitter banner now. It's their Twitter. It's their Twitter banner. Is it too sweet? If that's not a big F you to the Young Bucks, I don't know what is. And here, here's the thing. And here, well, also, like, uh, I saw several Bullet Club members uh, tweet about that moment. And mm-hmm. they're all very respectful. Yeah. You know, saying pretty much essentially once you're a Bullet Club, you're Bullet Club for life. Yeah, but there wasn't a whole lot of like, they didn't like tweet the picture or anything saying, oh, we love these guys. There's no like, you know, warmth there. Because it's not, look, it sucks, man. It sucks that what happened, you know, with that stuff. And, but the thing is like, look, we, because we love the Young Bucks. We love them to death. Yeah. We love the Elite. We love Kenny and all those guys. Um, and they are much more, much more than a simple yes. hand gesture. They yes. really are. Yeah, so they, they, really don't, are. they don't need it. Um, it's just, you know, you've got the two probably most iconic members of Bullet Club, historically speaking, not including Jeff Jarrett, of course. Um, or Bone Soldier. <laughs> I'm sorry, or Bone Soldier. Um, or Chase Owens. Uh, but you've got these two guys. Or Cody Hall. <laughs> you trump me there, dude. Um, and they're throwing up the two sweet right there. 
I got chills down my spine, and the WWE can't say, you know what, we've got these guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, the Lion72 with a $5 super chat. Uh, wanted to bring this up during the course of the show, too, so thank you for reminding me. Um, how rough was the coup de grace? And, uh, oh, West Ballard my God, I know. Stood on Styles after hitting it. Yeah, that was a pretty that rough was one. A, I told you, that was a, a low-key coup because he does the double healing over the Warriors' way. Cheesy. But he does it, and it looks like that fool's out to hurt people. Yeah. This and we we like we, when you saw the replay, he like lands on like arm and kind of ribs. Yeah. Woo. I'm, hope, rough, I'm hoping man. AJ's arm took the brunt of it. We have one more super chat from okay. Frisco Flame, two dollars. If you had a, if you had a dime for every year of friendship, so yeah, about two bucks, I guess. It sounds right. Thank you. Thank you. So a uh, really good match, solid match. Uh-huh. Uh, hopefully, there's more to this program. Yeah. They'll do Team AJ versus Team Finn. We talked about it a bit last night during the mm-hmm. stream and who would be on which team. Yeah. So, looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, next. Elias. Oh, wait, 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 let's, let's, let's go back to this. I just want to mention this real quick. because That would be great at Survivor Series, but do you think there's any thought in Vince's head over the amount of buzz that this sort of generated? And we both know that Finn's probably going to be taking on Brock at, what do you think? Rumble. Uh, Rumble, right? Is there anything in Vince's head that's thinking, man, to have both these guys on the same brand could really... Because here's the thing about Finn. He's a tad bit redundant on Raw. Why not bring him to SmackDown? Well, that'd be great. You know? And then you can have, like, a really extended program. You got Finn. I mean, you know we had him versus... We we had him versus... Na- yeah, we did have him versus Nakamura in NXT. Yeah, they but won you can do that even more. Yeah. Bring him in there with AJ. And I know there's, I know there's plenty of faces on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But, man, even bring the, the club over there... And then you got all sorts of storyline potentials where anybody can be a heel, anybody can be a face, or they can all just be tweeners. Yep. There's a lot, so much you could do, I so know. much more I think you could do on SmackDown. I wonder if any part of Vince or Triple H or any of those guys is thinking, man, we need to figure out a way to make that happen. I know. Maybe post-Mania after yeah. AJ yeah, yeah, Nakamura's yeah. got it out of their system. Yeah. I think that'd be special. Oh, I think that'd be great. Uh, next, Elias, in the ring this time, mm-hmm. tries to uh, sing a song. He gets a couple uh, lines of lyrics in, interrupted by Jason Jordan's theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a match. Yeah. Elias versus Jason Jordan. Another really strong showing for Jason Jordan. He's Jason Jordan awesome is in the a ring. wrestling machine. He is awesome in the ring. He's really, really good. And I'm telling you, you get these amazing wrestling chops, and then you combine it with a green grocer gimmick, and then you have got yourself, in my opinion... That's a Hall of Famer. Univer- I was going to say Universal Champion. Hall of Famer. Touche. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Talk about that's the, road the one thing. Glory. I, that's the one thing I wish they had done with this match is have Jason Jordan come down to the ring with the shopping cart, I agree. full of produce, I know. still throwing it yeah. at Elias because they can clean up the ringside area, change ring mats before the main event. You gonna be even better? There'll be no mess. He's coming down. Not only is he chucking it at Elias, but he starts throwing it at the audience. Yeah, tweener, tweener, yeah. green grocer. Well, oh, well you know, no, this what, no, this you what guys it is. want some of that. Some of that. That's not what it is. He throws it. At Elias because he thinks Elias stinks. Yeah. But he's throwing it out to the crowd oh, because he's encouraging health. healthy eating habits. <laughs> there you go. But he so does here, it. Heteromane. Yeah. Celery. But he does, it, he does it with some stank. He's like, here. Here. Well, he's trying to reach the back row. That's yeah, why. Yeah, you fat. You fatty. You need this. You need this. I think we're taking good. different you routes to this. the same idea. Nah, that's great. It's all good. It's all collaboration there, pal. So anyways, another really solid match from Jason Jordan. I really sure. like him. I, I just wish they would get the character issues worked out so he could actually start working his way up the card. 
Yeah, I know, man. Instead of getting kind of gimmicky wins. Yeah. Because I'm still not sure. Well, I'm pretty sure this wasn't a botch. But the finish saw... Uh, uh, oh, this was weird. Jason Jordan uh, reversed the suplex attempt um, into a, a cradle mm-hmm. and pick up the win, even though uh, it looked clear as day that Elias, first of all, kicked out before the three count. Yeah. And even before that, his left shoulder wasn't down. Yeah. The thing is, the ref wasn't in position. He wasn't around facing the shoulders. He was on uh, facing only Elias's right shoulder, if I remember correctly, so he couldn't see that his other shoulder was up, and I guess he couldn't see the kick out. Yeah. Um, so I like this right here. Uh, Wicked Raven thirteen just paid two dollars to tell us that it's pronounced coup de gras when it's actually technically produced, pronounced coup de gras. I've heard either way. Yeah. Corey Graves. Corey Graves says coup de gras. So yeah. I'm just doing what I'm Corey going with what he says. But thank you for the super chat. Yeah. We appreciate it. Um. So I don't know if that's a storyline beat that's going to come into play later. Because I think, apart from losing to Finn Balor, this would have been the first time Elias has lost in a one-on-one match, I think. Because mm-hmm. he lost once to Finn on Raw. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was, It was. was weird. It's kind of the match where it really doesn't matter. But then the look on Elias' face, again, it could just be him acting, as you say. But he also looked kind of, like, confused. Like, what the heck? So I don't know. They'll probably bring up that maybe if they want to continue. They showed the replay a lot. They did. I wonder if they're going to continue this. You know, I mean, I like if they're going to do this. Like it's it's maddening when they do it in an AJ versus Kevin Owens match, but when they do it in a match like this, it really doesn't matter. Who really cares? You know, nobody's going to be up in arms over this. <coughs> Anyways, that led to the main event, which was. A mess, but holy crap, it was so much fun. Yeah, it was this all over was the place. This was an overbooked disaster of a match, but oh my god, it was so entertaining. I love this match. It was great. 35 minutes long. Yeah. Long. <laughs> so you knew it was going to be great when the Shield walked down to the ring at first as Seth and Dean, because when uh, uh, Seth was handing Kurt the vest, mm-hmm. it was a bit of a cliffhanger. It wasn't, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like Kurt grabbed it and put it on right there. Yeah. They just left us with that image of, yeah. oh, or the thought, oh, is Kurt going to... Although Seth did say, we're going full Shield tonight. Which I took to mean, I think a lot of people are like, okay, so they're going to do Roman's music, they're going to do everything. They have the original uh, Titantron, too. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so they, Seth and Dean walked down first through the crowd, and they looked behind them, and down walked Here Kurt Angle. Dad. Kurt Angle in full-on yeah. shield gear. Yeah. Uh, with, the mo- with the most glowing face, the happiest, big, glowing face. I've ever seen on a human before. Yeah. It was fantastic. He raises his arms like this, and he just has proud, happy. Oh, he's been waiting. Yep. He has been waiting to wrestle again. You yep. know why, Larson? Because he's a wrestler. He That's is. why. Um, is, yeah. And this match just started out with a, as an absolute brawl. He has eight men in the ring. Mm-hmm. Tornado rules, so mm-hmm. there's no tagging, obviously. <laughs> yeah, screw that. So just brawling all over the place. Pretty quickly, people going through uh, announced tables. Uh, Braun and Kane were set up on different tables. Mm-hmm. Dean and Seth scale ladders. We get a frog splash from Seth onto Braun. Elbow from Dean onto Kane. Mm-hmm. And this is within the first, like, five minutes. Oh, it was all over the place. Um, right after that, the bar isolates Kurt Angle. Start working him over. He comes back. And he starts dropping German suplexes. Oh, it's fan. Rolling German suplexes and then just dropping them on everybody. Uh, Braun comes to, sets up a table, or a table's already set up. Power slams Angle through the table. Yeah. Um, Angle's out of the match. So, okay, at that point. Now, you said you were uh, sure about this, but then I made the point later on. 
there's precedent for because my question is, do you think this would be this would be booked the exact same way with Roman in the match? And you said they would never have taken Roman out of the match, and they did it two years ago at the Rumble. Yeah, but I don't know if they would do it again. Now I know I could, because it got a lot of criticism back then, yeah. and deservedly so. Yeah. Um, but then there was a the moment later on when he comes back. The music pops, but this time it's Kurt Angle's music. If it was Roman, it would have been his music, and you're trying well, to train. It would have been the Shield's music. Right. You're trying. I don't know. I mean, look, there is a slight difference. Well, just some letters at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Or words, sorry. And I think I think it would have been the Roman variation. Oh, yeah. Um, at this point, they're trying to train the audience to pop when they hear his music. And I think they would have taken him out of return. I do. I think. Well, here's 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 the thing. I mean, logistically, it would make sense because when you have two days to book a match and you already Mm -hmm. have it all late or a lot of it laid out, thirty-five minute match. Um, but but do you really want Roman to be carted out of there like? No, there's that because it's been done. It was lambasted the first time. Two, I don't think him returning will get the pop that they want him to get. I wonder if it would have been more of a, because him and Braun have such a history, and Braun's the one who slammed Kurt through the table. Number one, I have to say oh, this. Oh, credit to Braun. Braun cradling Kurt Angle like like a little bit. Like, he could have he could have power slammed Alabama through that table. I'd have been totally fine with it because he cradled Kurt Angle like a baby. Like just a perfect little baby. And he and he put his own arms and like side body here through the table. So Kurt was just landing in a pillow of Braun Strowman. I'm sure it was a bit more harsh than that. Yeah. But credit to Braun for really trying to take yes. care of Kurt Angle. That much was obvious. Yes. Um, but I wonder if they would have gone down the route. This is a speculation, pure speculation. If Braun would have taken out Roman Reigns, but not carted to the back, maybe he would have put him through the barrier, maybe done a couple more it, things it would, have, it would have taken more than just one power slam through a table to take out Reigns. It would have been something ridiculous where people were dropping their, you know, oh my God. Yeah. And it, they would have made a bit more production about taking out It would have to it. be something on par with what Braun did to Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, summer yeah. slam. Yeah. Or he pulls out a gun, shoots like him in the leg. Like stack up four tables. Yeah. And somehow power slam it through. The shoots four him in the leg. Something like that. Anyways, uh, Kurt Angle's taken to the back by a medical staff. So uh, Team Miz takes over, mm. starts working over the shield. Hard, hard oh. chairs. <laughs> are Violence. The, are we at the point where Dean uh, does the Hogan chair shot? The really gentle. Oh, that was very. That's right at the beginning of the match. Because <laughs> Kurt, yeah, because Kurt Angle is, is, is hitting him with chairs like it's 2003. <laughs> Dude, he was laying into him. Because Kane's back was instantly he all was red. I mean, me. to Kurt's credit, that's he wasn't. Right. There was no headshots. Yeah, there was no unprotected. But there was one shot from Dean where it looked like this. <laughs> yeah. Like he just touched him with the. And chair. who was that on? I was like, was that on Braun? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a guy who could probably take a nasty. Yeah. Kane was blasting. Yeah, people. he was. He was laying into Kane. Yeah. That's when men were men, people. So Team Miz, Team Miz takes over the match. Shield makes a comeback. Um, uh, I believe during that, uh, Kane gets a chair, swings for Dean, I believe. Dean gets out of the way. He hits Braun in the back with it. Braun gets angry. Uh, Miz tries to keep the peace. Uh, it allows the Shield to get the upper hand again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fight some more. Numbers game is too much. Team yeah. Miz, uh, again, has control. Uh, the bar tries to raise their edge of Dean through a table. The table doesn't break. Yeah. Dean had trouble breaking tables. Somebody said, I didn't go back and rewatch I it. I did, but Cesaro had a good reaction. He just did the, he did a Yano pretty much. 
After the table did a break. What did Dean do? I heard he laughed. No, well, that's what I was going to go back and watch, and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. Okay, all right. But people in the chat were saying that Dean was laughing that he didn't go through the table. <laughs> all right. So. I wonder if he's reacting to Cesaro. Cesaro looks like he's having such a good time out there. Yeah. A uh, couple super chats. Uh, Wolfwind Walker, uh, lol. Five dollars. I like how you guys predicted the five percent chance of a botch finish, and we see one. Yeah, because that was here. Somebody said, "Does Oscar have any chance of winning?" And I said, "Well, oh yeah, yeah. In any match, there's like a five percent chance that a botch finish is going to happen, which I think it might be high. But you said, "Yeah, one in every 20, so that's high." But then we got to see what looked like a botch. What could have been? Yeah. We don't know for sure. The Lion seventy two five dollars. Do you think Kurt is more over as Roman Reigns than Roman Reigns? Yeah, <laughs> obviously, yes, completely. Andrew Scott two pounds says keep being the upbeat voices of WWE. Hey, credit to us. We were credit to us. We were the top TLC live stream reaction show last night. According cool. to Craig over there at Game Attack. Yeah. Shout out to our friend yes. Craig at Game Attack. Um, so yeah, that table didn't break, so they set the table up in the corner, threw throw Dean through it so we get a broken table spot. Yeah. <coughs> um and then they bring the shield up to the ramp area. Well Miz is trying to make a point. At any point they could have easily pinned one of the oh, yeah. shields yeah. and done. Miz is trying to make a point. Again, the villain biting off too much, yes. than he, more than he could chew. This was great. This was fantastic. So uh, he starts waving for something to come out in a, a garbage <laughs> a truck. Garbage truck, yeah. A dump truck. No, a garbage truck. Which one's a dump truck? Dump truck's used for construction. They put debris in it, and it's got a flat bed. Oh, okay, okay. So it's a gar- okay, garbage so, truck. Okay, there you go. I know, my, yeah. I know that because I had Tonka. I stand correct. I had Tonka toys when I was a kid, and I had oh, a dump truck. Well, there you go. Um, so... Uh, Garbage truck comes out. Uh, Miz team tries to throw Shield into it. Shield says no. They, they wake up. They climb the top of the garbage truck, do double cross bodies off of it. Yeah. Um, onto all four except yes. for the Miz. Yeah. Yeah. All four except for the Miz because he's still trying to direct everything. Um, and the Shield chases after the Miz. Did you mention earlier the the Braun Kane uh, mix up there? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I wasn't paying attention. Um, and they catch him right before you can escape through the crowd. Yeah. The Miz is just like running all over the place. That was great. And then they make a, a huge mistake. Yes, a tactical error. They take Miz back up to the ramp where the other four members are his team are. If they had stayed in the ring. They could have got the pin and won the match. Yes. Right then. Seth, apparently not being the architect for a while, is out of practice. This, this really does, it sounds like Roman might have been the brains behind Maybe. the operation all those years. You would have known. Because these guys were not, again, like earlier when the Kane Braun thing was going down, instead of laying low and let them tear into each other, yeah. they attacked they directly. Exactly. Immediately. Bad them. idea. So uh, they, they chased Miz back up to the ramp, at which point uh, I think Kane and Braun both get involved again. Mm-hmm. And, and and around this time, Kane just chokes Slime Braun through the stage. <laughs> This was brilliant. I don't care that there, there was like everything seemed to be fine, yeah. and then Kane just decided. well, there's a break in the action because the shield was down, right? And so Kane was like, "All right, you upset me earlier." Yeah. The yeah, and he's standing there, and it's a beautiful shot. The TV direction was immaculate. Yeah, a full body shot of Kane, and you know, he's silhouetted like there's backlighting. A little bit, yeah, but he still, but he, he still gets some uh, some key light from yeah. the front. And so it's a long shot, and you see a little bit of the hole he made from chokeslamming Braun through the stage, and you see Braun's hand extend out and grab Kane by the ankle. Yes. Kane looks up, and there's the floating chairs above him. Right. He pulls one down, and, and they, they all come all down. they all come down on Braun. 
Oh, my God. It was pretty awesome. It was beautiful. It was so great. The crowd was eating up. And there was a couple of people here in chat that were there last night. There were a couple of people on our Twitter feed that were there. And what, what a lucky, lucky crowd that was to get to experience all that. I'm just going to say that really quick. Yeah. All these changes that took place. It could have been another you know, weird snooze fest between Finn and Bray. They get Finn and AJ. And then you get Kurt Angle's return, and you get the 35-minute complete disaster. I think there was at least a few people that I saw on Twitter that tweeted at us or I've seen in chat that said they bought tickets after the changes. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of people did. Yeah. Changes were made. Yeah. Because um, they were far more excited about it. Anyways, so Kate, or sorry, uh, uh, Braun's laying under a pile of chairs. Yeah. Uh, Kane double choke slams the shield through two tables again. Yeah. Dean's table does not break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know. Uh, right after that, Braun rises from the pile of chairs. And the close-up they did on Kane when Kane was processing the level of crap that he was now in. Yep. Because he thought, and for anybody else, this would be absolutely true. He thought Braun was done. Yeah. And they did the perfect close-up, and he sold this. Maybe it's his, it's his new uh, uh, politician gear kicking into effect because politicians, we, as we all know, they have to have good acting skills yeah. to act like they care about people. Um, and Kane, that close-up on him, of course, he's done movies too. I yeah, he has. He's already seen no evil. Um, that, that, the look on his face was so much going on through that mask even, yeah. through the contacts that I think he wears. Maybe he doesn't wear contacts anymore. It was masterful. It was it really was good. <laughs> because they go to these they go to these long shots of everybody, Thebar and the Miz all crap in their pants, but then they go to the close up for Kane and he is the one who did it. I know. Oh, it was great. So Miz again tries to keep the peace, but nope. Uh Braun goes after him, goes after Thebar, tries to throw Kane into the garbage truck. Yeah. Uh Kane says no, and then Miz team uh attacks. Braun. Mm-hmm. Braun goes in the garbage truck. Braun is now garbage. <laughs> oh, he is. Like the ultimate payoff for that Braun I know. original it's Braun like storyline. Literally the only reason they brought the garbage truck <laughs> is to reference a line he made like <laughs> six months ago. Exactly. And he threw Kalisto into the garbage, into the dumpster before. No, no, it's because we said Roman Reigns is garbage. Right, right, right. But then everybody was garbage to him. You know? Yeah, I know. Anyways, um, no, this this was absolutely, this was, this was fantastic. This was so great. This was... This was so great. And then everybody's freaking out. I think the in the crowd started chanting that, that was, murder. was murder. That was murder. Because like you don't know I don't really know the mechanics of a garbage uh, a garbage truck. I'm pretty sure it just scoops up the garbage and puts it into a, a giant depository. depository of of trash. Yeah, which I'm guessing was probably empty. They probably didn't actually scoop Braun into Well, they probably took some card loose card because there you see some flotsam in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they took some like the loose cushioning packing stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah some, exactly. Some those little styrofoam bits. Yeah. So uh, shortly after that, Kurt Angle comes back out. His music his hits. His music hits. His Titantron hits. He wasn't in, in the singlet. He was still in shield gear. Uh, and then uh, doles out some Angle slams. One to Sheamus on the bottom of the ramp. Yeah. Another one to Cesaro through a table right by the barricade. Yeah. Because it it's, a, it's a bad idea. He's coming down the ramp. They're in the ring. And if you start running at the action hero one by one, you know, you've seen, I've seen You're action taken out. You're getting taken out. And that's what he did. It was great. Uh, the shield double spear uh, came to the barricade oh. in homage to Roman Reigns. Yeah, that was great. Uh, but then the Miz hit skull-crushing finale on Angle in the ring. Kurt Angle kicked out. Kurt Angle kicked out. Beautiful. That was freaking beautiful, that man. Was great. It, it was, was like on strong. two and three quarters. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah, and it was like it was terrible right on a hair. the hand comes down. Yeah. Uh, Angle puts Miz in the ankle lock. We think that's it. We mm-hmm. think uh, Miz is tapping out. Mm-hmm. Miz reverses and kicks Angle out of the ring. Angle kind of takes a nasty bump. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes to the entire shield, uh, surrounds Miz in the ring. Miz mm-hmm. is the last member of Miz team in the ring. Yeah. Miz eats all the finishers. Yep. So he gets uh, the cool knee from Seth. Yeah. Dirty D's from Dean. Yeah. And an angle slam from Kurt. Um, they all look at each other at the shield. Triple powerbomb time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Angle does his best Roman Reigns Angle impression. Angle does the thing, yeah. Triple powerbomb of Miz. Angle pins Miz. Shield wins. Yep. I thought for sure it would be Angle uh, making Miz tap out. I didn't think about this. Miz Triple powerbomb, I know. Miz getting annihilated. Just Annihilated! Oh man, I it, this was this was fantastic. And you, dude, you could at by this time the match had gone long enough, so that all the welts and bruises oh, they had all surfaced hell. on everybody. You look at the back of Kane, uh, and he's red as can be. It's just everybody's a complete mess. This was so much damn fun. It was fun. It was a mess. Kudos a to fun. the WWE yes. for booking this. We got a few more super chats here. Uh, Frisco Flame, two dollars. Uh, I believe referencing tag team. I think Miz remembered the high flyers. Well, yeah. <laughs> With the garbage truck. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was good. Uh, Christian Johnson, $10. Some people are teasing this era in WWE being called the reality era. Power rank what the following era in the WWE should be, or sorry, could be called. He's partial to the cartoon era going full circle back to the 80s. Don't think that's going to happen, but uh, what can we call this era? No, the next era. Oh, the next era. What, we're, are we supposed to be reality, in the reality era, era right era, now? Yeah, that's what Triple H called it once. Mm. What's the decent play on words where they really uh, try to uh, like uh, game fans into thinking dirt sheet stuff is real and they end up swerving them? The meta era. There you go, meta era. What about this? That could be like number two. What's like a, because so many of the so many of the people coming up now are from the indie ranks. They're really going hard on the, the indie, indie era. The indie era. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The bingo hall. Well, era. I think number one should be the Triple H era when he assumes control of the company. There you go. That wins. Um, do you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah. Uh, Bobby the Sheep. Hello, Stephen Larson. Konnichiwa from Tokyo. Hi. AJ and Balor was great. Do you think they will revisit the match for WrestleMania? I'm going to say WrestleMania 35. Yeah, a this couple of years. early maybe. contender for yeah. WrestleMania 35 for the Universal Champion. Yes, agreed. The Lion, 72, $5. Did Kane go up in the polls for being an accomplice to murder? I don't know if they have polls for mayoral races in... I think they do. Maybe just in local periodicals. You think so? I think so. I think you know, any somewhat sophisticated political operation does polling. What is this place? Knox County? Yeah. Mayor of... Mayor, right? Mayor of Knox County. I don't really know how that works. But I think, you know, also local newspapers apply to polling. You think I'm sure do? Kane does his own internal polling. Really? I would think so. I think that stuff costs money to do. Oh, yeah. I know it costs money. Yeah. Kane has money. Well, Kane has money, but how much do you think he wants to sink into his own political campaign? Depends how desperately he wants to be mayor. You don't use your own money I for political that. campaigns, man. But if he really wants to have a huge advantage over his, his opponent, yeah. just think a little bit of your own money. Get a really sophisticated polling system in place. Hello, Excuse yeah. I'm calling. Uh, we're going to do a poll. Would you like to participate in a poll? Um, how acceptable would it be for a demon from hell to be mayor of your hometown? Okay, okay. Um, what if he was an accomplice to murder? <laughs> <laughs> likely, unlikely, very likely, somewhat likely. <laughs> Last one. Tony Bauer. 
$5. Crowd was so bored during Enzo Callisto uh, that most cheers around the floor where he was sitting was from uh, updates from the Timberwolves game. Oh, nice. Apparently, they beat the, the Cavs. Cavs. Yeah, like 20. Oh, Wait. the Timberwolves did? No, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. They beat the Warriors, I Somebody, think. Some scrub team beat the Cavs by 22 days ago. It was the same day Curry and KD got chucked from oh, the okay. game. Uh, the Timberwolves beat who? I thought they beat the Warriors. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I think Wiggins hit like a half-court shot to win the game. Oh, really? Man, what, are the Wiggins Warriors winless now? No, they're 1-2. They've won a game? Yeah. Okay. So they lost their opener to the Rockets. I thought they lost their second one when um, Curry and Curry yeah, and it might, have been, it might have been, might not have been the Warriors that they beat them. Mm. But I, I heard on the radio on the way over here that Wiggins hit a half-court shot to, wow. to win the game. That's rad. I know. So, all in all, a really fun show. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what comes of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Thunder. That's what it was. Sorry. Yeah. Timberwolves beat the thund- Thunder. What, uh, what happens on Raw tonight? Lesnar's going to be there to uh, respond to Ginger Mahal's challenge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Man, I'm congested right now. Yeah, that's all right. We're almost done. Um, is, is there a raw, a raw preview? Let's look at WWE's official Raw preview. We'll find out. Uh, Brock Lesnar to respond to Ginger, as you said. There is this line here that just says, is anybody ready? Oh, for Asuka. Okay. So Asuka... So Emma said that she's not done. They'll probably have a rematch for Asuka. This might be a three-minute one. Yeah, if, if they have a rematch on Raw tonight, then that's when Asuka destroys Emma. Uh, what will Kane have to say about his attack on Braun Strowman? So we're going to get a match I, between them. Look, man. I'm all for it. I'm all for that. Give me bas- Big Bastard versus Big Bastard. I'm yep. fine with that. Uh, that's Amore, but for how long? And uh, so the Enzo Amore is obviously going to do something. Uh-huh. And uh, what will be the extraordinary next step for Finn Balor? Because they're calling him the, the extraordinary, extraordinary, the extraordinary Finn Balor. ATH has an interesting idea. What if Lesnar says no? <laughs> he says, uh, he just goes, don't think I will. Yeah, don't think I will. <laughs> All right, I'm going by. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. Let me roll up the audio here. Hopefully that'll work. And, uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.